Good evening. It's me. Uh, my name's Rob, and I'm talking to myself again. Um, and you've very kindly um, found yourself here. I say kindly, you, you, you might have stumbled across this podcast, and, um, you know, if that is the case, then unfortunately woe has befallen you. Um, but I'm here... Uh, it's a Monday evening, 20 past 7, it's just gone. Um, obviously it's pitch black outside, it was pitch black pretty much when we uh, when we left the house this morning. Uh, don't see the light of day anymore. Um, but I tell you what, I feel okay. <laughs> and I think that's all you can ask for yourself. Um in the kind of interim days between uh, autumn and winter, um, sorry, winter, I mean kind of the festive period. Um, I mean, as discussed last time out, I personally am of the opinion that um, it, it, it isn't the festive period right now, and uh, and, and there's absolutely no no reason no sound reason why you would have um why you would have a christmas tree up in your house at this stage of proceedings uh, december's very soon i think if you're an adult and you can control yourself then um you know you can just wait till december that uh, i think i think that's it or at the very least the last weekend before december something like that um yeah but we, but we won't go into that because i've already sort of you know chewed your ear off over that um i have a couple of things to talk about they're all weird um but that's kind of the essence of this thing um i wanted to also let you know and i'm not quite sure why i'm raising this but um my mother managed to create um what could only be described as the uh my phone went off there. That's annoying, but that's going to segue. Um, my mum made possibly the best um, fudge I've ever tasted in my entire life. Um, now, I, like most normal people, am not really um, either here nor there when it comes to fudge. I find it to be kind of an onerous texture. Um with kind of an uninspiring flavor. Uh, I think it definitely needs, um, you know, help, whether that's a vanilla. I think a vanilla fudge can kind of, can um, get me out of the, uh, get me out of the woodwork. But um, mum somehow managed to make this fudge in the slow cooker. And... um, the, the the texture is butter smooth and um it was made with terry's chocolate orange now i'm disappointed in myself that i've that i've you know name checked the company there because again that's another sponsorship possibly down the drain because i've already given them you know free advertising that that precious free advertising across the the i think 13 people now that listen to this podcast um 
so that's a bit of a shame for me but you know hopefully if anyone from terry's chocolate orange is listening um you know presumably in the in the future uh when this has uh developed a a a sturdy listener base of 30 um then perhaps get in touch and at least send me a freebie i'd love that um so yeah she made this uh terry's chocolate orange fudge and to date i've had five pieces which i would say um is quite um that's quite responsible f- from me um i i would normally uh, expect that i would have double figures at this stage of proceedings uh, they've been they've been known to me for i would say 12 uh, no bl- nearly 24 hours probably about 24 hours maybe on the nose so i would say you're you're probably saying at least one every 2 hours on average um, would be my standard um, kind of my run rate. So uh, I'm reasonably proud of myself because as I've probably explained on a number of occasions at this stage, um, I am off the rails. I think it's fair to say that, that I am off them. Um, uh, it's difficult for me to you know suggest whether I think I can see the rails, whether they're attainable at this stage. Of course, you know, as I touched on before, the festive period is upon us and, um, you know, I have no intention of um, retaining any sort of culinary dignity over that period of time. I think I will be eating a lot um, with with real abandon as well. I think I'll be, you know, there'll be a lot of cheese, there'll be substantially more alcohol um consumed now i'm not you know and i'm not saying that in an attempt to sort of show myself as a cool person um it means i'll be going from nil units of vodka vodka (laughs) just expose myself um i'll be going (laughs) i'll be going from nil units of alcohol to at least one and at that point, it's an infinitely larger number than zero. So, uh, yeah, um, I might have two or three units of alcohol over that time. And I can tell you now that it certainly won't be vodka. Um, although I suppose we can't rule things out at this point. So um, you'll note that before my phone went off, and um, which is remarkable because my phone doesn't go off. Like, this. this that was not a... Um, you know, uh, uh, a staged thing uh, that was very much um, kind of off the cuff. And um, but it is funny that that happened, and I will tell you why after the bibbity bobbity. Hello, I'm here again, still here. Um, I've noticed actually. I, I think I've got kind of a bit more about me at this uh, time of day. It's yeah, we're sort of knocking on the door to half past seven at this point. It's uh, twenty-six minutes past seven in the evening, and while I, you know, I've had a day at work and it's kind of a long day, and you know, I'm a bit tired. I've been to the gym again, not virtue signalling. It was pretty embarrassing. It was a, it was a cycle sat on the bike watching tv but it's better than nothing isn't it um 
but I just think I've maybe got a little bit more about me. Possibly I'm uh, possibly I'm just not as tired as I normally would be when I record the podcast. And I hope, um, I guess I won't count my chickens at this point, but I'm hoping that I uh, that I won't yawn today. So we'll see. Um, but I mentioned before that it was interesting that my phone went off halfway through the uh, the intro, if it can be called an intro. Um, and I was thinking today, or rather someone, a friend of mine kind of prompted me to think about the, the real hilarity of your phone kind of going off at work. Now I touched on this a long time ago in a podcast. I think it was the, the crisp addiction podcast, maybe episode three or something, um, where there was a guy who, um, while I was kind of in the old, uh, we called it the COVID ward, but it was essentially just the, the, the quarantined part of the office that we remained in over lockdown. There was a guy who just randomly turned up. He was walking around and, um, his phone went off massively and it had like a, it had, oh yeah, it had operatic. He had a, he had a loud speaker operatic um ringtone which is crazy by the way but you know i aspire to be that level of not asked about these things he just likes opera i guess but i i don't understand ringtones that are songs because if you like a song and you make it your ringtone you'll end up hating it but each their own um but his you know his phone went off in his pocket and it was kind of embarrassing for him i hope um, cause it should be. Um, and today something happened where, uh, someone's phone had kind of betrayed them in a way, uh, you know, whether it was the, the, uh, audio jack or some form of Bluetooth failure. Um, and their music just played out loud for, you know, two or three seconds, no more than that. Um, there's a mad scramble every every time it happens um, to someone. It, it, it's a real treat because it's kind of something that happens, I reckon, a couple times a year, four times a year at most. So, uh, you know, you've, it, it's, it's a real treat to be there when it happens. It's worth saying, I think, a dis- disproportionate amount of these occurrences come from me. Um, where I'll be listening to a uh, a podcast full of scousers and they're sort of shouting obscenities at each other or something along those lines, and um, and uh, I then kind of also you know have to apologise and then explain myself a little bit what's going on, and I'm kind of like you just sort of wouldn't understand, but it's really good. Um, so today, I believe someone was listening to Rihanna and their um, and their phone. Um, betrayed them now what's interesting is i mean there's a couple of points about this that i like is that um i was thinking about this musing about it and i was thinking i don't know if there's actually a song or you know an artist that you can listen to that is in any way cool when when played out loud in a room in an ambient room where there's 40 people and everyone's kind of at different 
peaks and troughs um, of their day. You know, the context for everyone else is slightly different. So, like for me, when the Rihanna was played out loud, I kind of I had the classic kind of way moment in my head, and then also, you know, I was kind of like, well, at least it wasn't embarrassing because. The issue, I mean, the the actual playing of Scouse uh, shouting podcasts on my, uh, you know, out of my phone instead of my earphones has happened before more than once. Um, for me, I would actually say that's mu- that's less embarrassing, much less embarrassing than if some of the music I listened to played out loud. Um, Mostly just because I think some of the music I listen to is sort of I'm not the target audience for, but I guess we'll get to that another time. Um, But I suppose the question is, is there a cool song to, you know, to be listening to when when your phone inevitably betrays you? Um, You know, I mentioned that as if it's kind of some form of sentient being but i think we we are probably getting to that stage so i think we can't rule it out it's worth saying like i know a person quite a powerful person who uh like their ringtone is the iron man theme i say the iron man theme and i think that's going to annoy people who are actually uh like you know cool fans um i think it's is it acdc did did it did it that one did little little anyway that's that's an actual person's ringtone in a way like fair enough <laughs> why not but uh don't know if it's cool um and yeah i in a way i would say it's as cool as the guy's opera music coming out of his phone who's also obviously clearly addicted to crisps like me. Um, you know, is it opera? Is it Iron Man? Is it Rihanna? I don't know. Um, but what I do know is that there's been some amazing clangers in my time. Um, you know, there's a there's an older gentleman that we work with. I won't name him, but, you know, previously there's there's been some some excellent times where One Direction or Justin Bieber or you know, um, kind of men of that stature. So I think Sean Mendes is probably the the latest um, young man to come out of this 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 uh, gentleman's phone. Um, and it's a really good laugh when that happens because um, the scramble, <laughs> the scramble to get the audio jet back in is is just magnificent to behold. And also sometimes it happens, <laughs> sometimes it happens, and this is the best time, sometimes it happens and the person doesn't know that it's happened and they're just sort of there. <laughs> well, what's amazing is everyone sat at their desk, absolutely blank-faced, miserable, and this fellow's in the same sort of state and yet he ha- he happens to have kind of... One Direction come blaring out his phone and he can't tell because he's got his earphones in. Um, it's really, really special. Um, and I suppose the key thing with this is it really exposes the true danger of um, Bluetooth. 
because at least with an audio jack, you're kind of in control of the the danger there. So you can sort of make sure that the audio jack doesn't come out. And if it does, you can, you know, flick it back in. Um, in fact, what was quite nice about my old phone, at least, or I think it sort of happens with most phones, is when you pull the audio jack out, it pauses the music. There's something sinister about Bluetooth. Is it sinister? I don't know. Do I think it's sinister? Maybe. Um, uh, where I don't really know what the Bluetooth's looking to do. I don't. I don't know if it if it likes me. If it if it you know approves of what I'm doing because occasionally it will just fail and then my big Scouse shout podcast starts blaring out and I. And I have to try and style it out, and I'm I'm not the sort of person that can do that with any real um, kind of um, you know skill. So yeah, um, you know ringtones and music and all that coming out of your phones uh, when when you don't when you don't want that to happen. It's, it's uh, really quite something, and. Um, and I really wanted to raise that after after one of those rare occurrences um, happening today of all days, a Monday, um, and really just brightening everyone's day. So I think at that, I'll, I'll do a, uh, a quick bibbidi-bobbidi, and I'm going to talk about something that's a bit, you know, also kind of a bit weird. So we'll be back soon. Hello, I'm here again, and um, this weekend was fairly busy weekend for me. I was out with friends on Saturday evening. And, oh, I did it wrong. Um, I was out with friends on Friday evening, Saturday sort of daytime, and Saturday evening as well, as well as Sunday. Lunch, uh, sort of morning uh, lunchtime as well. God, that, that was, you know, graft somehow to basically say I was out every day with friends. <clears throat> different friends each time, so kind of a different head on each time, I guess. You know, you try and be authentic, but I think you kind of do cater for your audience. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was pretty active and... Um, Obviously, as noted, I think last time, I'm I am addicted to coffee. I, I get dreadful headaches when when I don't have a coffee um, for I think a couple of days. I reckon day two without coffee is the day that's the the danger for me. So there wasn't any of that really to worry about this weekend, though. Um, I had one Friday night. Weirdly, actually, it was pretty irresponsible of me we, we went we went out for dinner but then we also went to a an ice cream place and i had ice cream and coffee at about i think it was about half eight and i just think at that point it's it's too late you probably shouldn't be having a coffee after like 5 p.m um in my view anyway and i didn't really sleep so <clears throat> there's always that um and then saturday I think Saturday, daytime, yeah, I had a reasonable amount of coffee anyway. But Sunday, 
I had a coffee again, and we went to Costa. Now, you know Costa, I know Costa. It's an interesting place. It's the coffee doesn't necessarily blow your socks off, and that's more to do with the 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 the, the blend rather than the 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 method. The method is actually remarkable. Um, yeah, I think the blend is kind of just. I feel like you can go anywhere in the world, and the Costa is going to be the same. So on one hand, you're kind of like, well, you know, my socks are firmly on; they haven't been blown off, but, um, but the consistency, I would say, is something to really uh, reckon with. And um, what's really interesting is, so I, I the Costa I go to is really nicely situated it has kind of windows that overlook a a really quite beautiful harbor and it has a nice little outdoor seating ish area which just all is quite um it's all quite sensible and nice um so i would i would go as far as saying it's possibly the best costa in the world in terms of just its um its logistics oh it's also right next to a castle a real castle, um, so there's, that always helps as well. Um, I, I know some people would, you know, think that the idea of that is almost um, perverse in a way, and you, you're probably not wrong. But you know, if you want a coffee and you've just been visiting the castle, then uh, you know, who, who's laughing now? I don't know. What well, I'm not because I'm in there drinking coffee. Anyway, <clears throat> in this in this Costa, um, the team. I mean, firstly, the average of, average age of the team must be like eighteen, flat eighteen, if not, yeah, probably just a flat eighteen. What's really nice is there's one lady there who I sort of grew up around she used to work in this place just affectionately referred to as the deli um and we all used to go there and eat chips cheese and gravy every day and when i got my job that i'm still doing now ish anyway well in the company that i work in now um i'd go to the deli every day chips cheese and gravy every day got huge every day you know was unable to run 5k quicker than an 11 year old girl every single day of my life until I decided to, you know, you need to stop eating chips, cheese and gravy every day. Also because you're cheapening it. Chips, cheese and gravy is, is, is uh, a meal for celebrations, not to be taken lightly. Anyway, this, this lady used to work in the deli and she's a character. She's wonderful. She's fantastic. And, um, you know, every time I go, she she doesn't really know who I am. She just seems to have kind of a rapport with everyone. So it's, you know, I'm not special in that regard. And yet she always kind of has a playful barb with me and, and has a sort of uh, socially um, inept person. I kind of generally never really know what to do with that. But I always appreciate it in hindsight. And I think that's kind of at least a good thing. So. Yeah, she sort of works there, but then outside of her, everyone else must be about 18. And what's pretty impressive about the place is that um, 
So sometimes I'll go in there and I'll sit and write, yes, aren't I cool, aren't I moody? Yes, sometimes I like to go sit by myself and write. And hopefully a girl turns up and goes into Costa and sees me doing it and thinks, wow, isn't he moody and edgy? Um, but uh, yeah, I'll go in there on a weekend and spend a few hours in there. And there are often times where I will go in and sometimes I find myself sat at a table and chairs that's right next to where everyone queues. It's often one of the last places taken for that reason because it's not very private. You usually have people like kind of stood right on top of you, um, which I don't normally care about because like if I'm writing something, I don't really care if anyone – well, mostly no one's going to read it. <laughs> um uh, and second, well, no one's going to read it because they don't want to. And secondly, no one's going to read it because I think it's going to be pretty hard to read it. Because when I'm when I'm actually writing, um, my handwriting tends to be kind of a bit flimsy. I think possibly because I'm a bit high off the coffee I've just um, you know been given by the girls in Costa. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's dreadful handwriting when I'm when I'm writing. So. I'm not really that bothered by it, so I tend to I tend to sit there. But what it does bring, um, sort of sitting next to the queue, is a real insight to the unendingness of it. Um, I can't think of a better word for it, but the queue in Costa on some days, most days, to be frank with you, is often unending. Um, and these 18-year-old girls, and there's a couple of there's like a lad or two. Um, these these um, these girls just go in there, and the speed at which they make the coffees and everything, toasties, by the way. Oh, by the way, I just figured I should let you know this. They are selling pigs and blankets mac and cheese at Costa at the moment, and... I'll be damned if that's not the greatest creation of all time. So I recommend that you buy them now before kind of it becomes hipstery and everyone goes for it all the time. Might be the greatest meal of all time. Um, I'm going to uh, try it at some stage and probably review it on the next podcast or another podcast. Hopefully I don't have it that soon because I am trying to find the rails to then get back on them. So the, f the knowledge that the, the pigs and blankets, mac and cheese exists, it's not helping me uh, one bit, but I'm wondering if I should just have it now be done with that and then, you know, figure out where I'm at afterwards. But I don't know if that's the spirit of what I'm looking to achieve <laughs> in getting back on the ropes, ropes, rails. <clears throat> Anyway, my whole point is, these girls work harder, and boys, sorry, these people, we'll just do that, these people work harder, 18-year-old people work harder than I probably ever have in my life, um, at Costa. Making coffee, by the way, that is so consistently consistent. I can't quite understand it. It's a bit like McDonald's. And I've discussed previously, McDonald's is the greatest restaurant in the world because it is consistently the same everywhere and it's amazing. If you don't like a Big Mac, you know, what's the point? Um, Costa is, in a way, very similar to that. You know what you're getting. 
is it the greatest thing? I don't know. Maybe you can make a coffee at home that's nicer, but you're not going to make it as consistently as they can or as quickly or as nicely because not only are they producing this stuff at alarming rates for, by the way, the clientele in Costa is everyone. So for every me that turns up who's largely um, unproblematic for you, at least in the context of buying a coffee off you, um, there are people with, frankly, insane requirements. Um, you know, we're talking all almond milk, double shot, give me a chai thingy as well, and, and I only want half of a biscuit. Excuse me, I just did a big burp. I only want half of a Biscoff burp thing. Ugh, another burp. Um, you know what I mean. There's people who are just... I, I Part of me wonders whether people do, you know, craft these orders in, in an attempt to trip people up so that they can complain about it and maybe get a freebie. I don't know. Conspiracy theory. Take it from there. Um, <clears throat> and... But what's really remarkable is I've noticed that these uh, these young people in Costa, they just sort of smile through it and are remarkably nice all the time to everyone. And um, I just kind of feel a bit um, guilty that... Now, I guess I work hard, but I think... But, but I think like hospitality what they have to do and the speed at which they have to do it for the amount of people they have to do it for and where and being someone who's addicted to coffee <clears throat> excuse me being someone who's addicted to coffee i know that if i'm desperate for a coffee i'm pretty rat pretty ratty about it and i think kind of a lot of people I've noticed in my times where I've been sat in the in the uh, the the queue seat, we'll call it that, um, observing the queue because I do like to do that. I do like to just sit in the queue seat and sort of watch the queue as it passes and sort of make assumptions about everyone and write it down in my notebook. Um, I've written some really mean things about people. Um, I would always say warranted. Usually, it would be something they've done if they you know speak um, in a in a in a rude manner to the uh, to the young to the youngsters behind the 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 till. I say youngsters; they're all like adults, I think. But they, maybe they're they're somewhere somewhere between sixteen and twenty something. It's hard to tell. People young people younger than me, I now just sort of dismiss as people younger than me, and that sort of is what it is. And I'd probably do the dismissal in kind of a jealous way sort of a bitter way oh well you're younger than me so it doesn't matter um <clears throat> so maybe i'm doing them a disservice by calling me youngsters because to be fair they deal with it in a way that i kind of can't really fathom i find it all a bit mad um but yeah um i don't know exactly what i'm meaning oh this is the thing so the key to this is that one of these people I think I'm, you know, mildly, possibly, definitely in love with. Um, <clears throat> and what's embarrassing is, um, <clears throat> and funnily enough, no, it's not the uh, the lady from the deli. Although, who knows? Um, who knows? 
if she's if she's single and she kind of you know likes kind of young dysfunctional men then who knows but uh it's unlike it's not her um it's just some girl i don't know her name um she looks like she could be about my age although i'm probably older than i think i am now i i still think of myself as 21 so i'm assuming she's probably around 21 um <clears throat> and uh she's just lovely and I think it's possibly because I'm addicted to coffee and she makes coffees for me every now and then. So that's an unhealthy way to, uh, to, uh, to kind of start, um, you know, to, to, to light a fire in your own mind about something, you know, it's just, it's almost like falling in love with your drug dealer. Um, not that I would know anything about that. I'm clean as a whistle except for crisps and coffee. Um, but yeah, sort of mildly fell <clears throat> mildly fell in love with her and um for a period of time she i didn't see her in there and i was upset by that and and i was kind of thinking to myself oh this is kind of embarrassing that you feel that way and also probably not healthy so anyway i stopped going to costa which is equally also a sign of not a particularly um, sound mindset but I, you know, it was what it was. I stopped going. Um, I, you know, I really liked her, and as much as I like them in general and their work ethic, I thought she was awesome. And I was kind of maybe even going to muster up the courage to speak to her, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, and anyway, on Sunday, I was with my friend. We were in there. Um, I had just seen the Pigs in Blankets mac and cheese, so I was very excited at this point. And lo and behold, she she walks in from the kitchen. And suddenly, I'm going to go to Costa again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm pathetic. Um, absolutely, utterly pathetic. Um, yeah. It's funny as well. I don't even like, you know, I, I, I'm absolutely certain I won't be doing anything about it, but, um, yes, that was nice. Um, and I suppose the absolute key takeaway from this is people that work at Costa, people that work at McDonald's, Starbucks, all of these places, these sweatshop fast food, fast coffee things. They are unsung heroes, I think. So I just wanted to salute them in a 17-minute segment of a podcast that 11 people listen to. Here's to you guys. And I think now is time for a bibbidi-bobbidi. Hi me um well i've spoken so much there about um about costa and um phones going off at work we're pretty much done um the only thing really i wanted to mention talking about kind of fancying ladies is um do you know Gillian anderson she's she does x files but she also is in this thing called the fall I think she's amazing. Um, 
So I was talking about simping not that long ago, and I think I'd really, really simp for her. She's powerful. I watched one episode of The Fall. I'm not sure if I need to watch any more of it. I thought it was fine, but yeah, whatever. In that, she's super cool. Very professional. Um, But also, you know, uh, not a chore to look at. Um, I'm not sure how old she is. I suspect. Well, it's funny. I was was a bit scared there because I was thinking, what if she's listening? I say the wrong age. I suspect she might be late 40s, maybe. I don't know. But she's, she's great. She's cool. Um, don't know what I'm doing here. Don't, don't, yeah, I am actually just simping for her on a podcast. Um, yeah, let's hope this doesn't get massive. Um, you know, in 47 years time when I'm, I'm dead and well, when we're all dead and the aliens have taken over and they're using this as kind of a, you know, a, almost like a, a, a cultural artifact of our society that, you know, they review, all the podcasts and they come across this one and they're thinking this, this best represents the Manx culture at in in 2020. And then they get to this part and I'm talking about Jill, Gillian Anderson and they Google her and they're kind of thinking, well, yeah, she's great. But like this guy's, this guy said he was 25. What's he doing? Anyway, what am I, what am I doing is a good question. I'm talking to myself in my bedroom and it's nearly 8 p.m. and and um, I'm starting to lose it. Um, I suppose all I have to say is thank you again, as always, for listening. It's, it's a real um, honor that you would choose me to guide you through, you know, roughly 30 minutes of, of, of what can only be described as absolute bollocks. Um, so thank you. Thank you ever so much for that. Um, as ever, you know, I, 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 I graciously ask that um, if you feel like your mother might enjoy this podcast or if you feel like you have a friend or even a pet or um, a favorite tree that might enjoy listening to this podcast, do let them know. And, you know, we can grow this this um, this small kind of mob of people into a cult and then who knows where we can go from there um, as I've sort of discussed previously I'm, I want to be an actor but I feel like I can only be an actor if I'm needlessly famous for something um, you know I can get maybe a starring role in a, in a, in a, in a maybe a rom-com or just a flat out comedy that, um, and be a sort of stupid character in it but maybe act so well that possibly a Jonah Hill or someone like that might see me and see some potential. And then I get to have a dramatic role. Um, I'm thinking kind of an Adam Sandler uncut gems type thing. And then that propels me, gets some kind of Oscar buzz and, and you go from there and and we can all be part of this journey. Um, we just need a, uh, we just need more people. <laughs> we need probably at least a few million people now. Um, so it's a big task, but you know, it's nothing's impossible. Take that for the week. Nothing's impossible. Um, yeah. 
thanks for your time as ever. Have a have a lovely week ahead. Be kind to yourself. Remember that. Um, and also be kind to others. And I'll speak to you another time. And and that'll be lovely. Goodbye. <laughs>